This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, January 28th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, all of you Club Fed workers, get out of bed and get back to work today. The shutdown is over, and we'll have a little bit more on that later. But for now, back in October, the Anne Arundel County Police received a cyber tip about child pornography that had been uploaded to the Internet. Based on that information, they secured subpoenas and search warrants in order to aid in identifying the specific account and address where they came from. And on last Thursday, they did raid a home in the 1800 block of Green Top Court in Annapolis. There they seized multiple electronic devices for further analysis and took Richard Hurwitz into custody. He's charged with two counts of distributing child pornography and two counts of processing child pornography. He was briefly jailed at the Jennifer Road Detention Center and released on the 25th. Now, Hurwitz's address is the same address listed in the campaign finance reports for former candidate for state Senate, Eve Hurwitz. And we're not quite sure of what their relationship is. You may have heard some buzz about a fire at Homestead Gardens, and that is true, but this is not the Homestead Gardens that you know on Central Avenue. There was a small fire in a wholesale center on Governor Bridge Road yesterday afternoon, and it was a small electrical fire that was controlled very quickly by the Anne Arundel County Fire Department. They did say that it caused moderate damage just to the exterior of one greenhouse. There were no injuries reported. So if you have heard that Homestead Gardens burned down or had a fire or any of those crazy rumors, completely false. Rachel Pacella from the Capitol had an interesting article about the new development at City Dock and the hotel. While it was not a city-sponsored meeting, partners Harvey Blonder and Peter Filat hosted a shareholders meeting over the weekend to discuss the project and told the audience of residents and business owners that the new height is going to be 45 feet from the original 75-foot tall hotel. They want to see the city build a public plaza out in front of it which currently is where the parking lot sits. And the new vision of that project does include the Harbor Square Mall, which will have an art space on the first floor called the Cannery, which is what we did have for a brief time and then they went away. But they're going to be adding a rooftop bar at that location. And then ultimately when the hotel is in operation, they're looking to put condominiums where that site currently is. The 45-foot height is still above the limits allowed by the city's Historic Preservation Commission, and there will be another meeting on March 9th, which will have more details on that. We don't have a time or a place on that. In discussing some other aspects of the project, Philat said that the Hillman garage could easily be replaced with a prefabricated design, which would increase the garage from 400 spaces to 535. And by adding another floor, it could fit nearly 700 vehicles. He said a precast garage would cost about $10 million, but he did say that he and his partner do not intend on designing or building that garage. The underground garage at the hotel has been buried. Sandy Point Park was awash with Thousands of people on Saturday as they gathered for the annual Polar Bear Plunge. It's a yearly fundraising tradition, and you plunge into the winter waters of the Chesapeake Bay, all to benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland. This year's fundraising goal was $2.5 million, and they are still tallying it right now, but right now they are at $2.065 million to date. They are going to be adding that up for weeks to come, and if you would like to donate, you can still do that outright at plungemd.org, and you can search for a plunger that somebody that 
that may have been plunging, or you can just make an outright donation. I do encourage you to do it. Special Olympics of Maryland is such a wonderful cause. This year's Polar Bear Plunge actually spanned Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, included a a corporate plunge on Friday, included a school plunge on Thursday. It had a police plunge on Friday, and then the general plunges were on Saturday. Check out the All Annapolis Facebook page. Scroll down a little bit. We did have a fun Facebook Live video of the noon plunge on Saturday. All right, back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, which we like to refer to as kindergarten. Yes, the government is open. Trump or Pelosi cave, depending on who you're talking to. But Trump is prepared to shut down the government again or declare a national emergency if Congress won't give him the border wall money that he wants. That was a statement out of the White House yesterday. The president's standoff with Democrats on Capitol Hill is far from over and the clock is ticking. The spending bill that Trump signed on Friday funds the government agencies that had been shut down only until February 15th. Late Friday night, the Office of Management and Budget sent a memo asking hundreds of thousands of employees to return to work and, quote, reopen offices in a prompt and orderly manner. So that means the highways are going to be a little bit more crowded. The metro is going to be jam-packed, et cetera, et cetera. If you are a federal employee, you can expect to see your back pay by the end of the week. It will come as one lump sum as soon as the government reopens. You won't need to wait for your next regularly scheduled paycheck to get paid. There are two bills in both houses of Congress, and I didn't realize this was a thing, to make sure that the contractors get back pay as well. Uh, It's unclear whether any of those bills will go anywhere at this point. As far as some of the perks, Washington's metro system was planning to offer free metro rides, but they scrapped that just as soon as Trump announced that the government would reopen. However, Governor Larry Hogan said that he will continue the free ride on Maryland's transit systems through the end of the day on February 1st, and that does include the Mark Train commuter buses and the Baltimore subway. The Smithsonian and the National Zoo are expected to open tomorrow. The Renwick Gallery is supposed to reopen on February 2nd. The national parks are starting to reopen and the National Park Service says it's best to contact the individual park to see where they are in that reopening process. What about the State of the Union? It was originally scheduled for January 29th, and Trump said, I'm coming. And Pelosi said, no, you're not. Uh, Right now, we don't know when it is. Pelosi said that a rescheduled date has not yet been set. I imagine we will hear when that is probably in the next day or two. Okay, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day and we don't know what's coming down the pike. Please give us a review or a recommendation if you're anywhere where you can do that. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about us. The more the merrier, I like to say. And as always, we have George Young with DMV Weather coming up in a minute and he's talking a little bit snow. There is a diamond of diamonds. And as you'd expect... It's from the De Beers Group, benefiting from over 130 years of diamond expertise. Only 14 diamond tears in the world are allowed to touch them. Its name? Forevermark. And only one jeweler between Annapolis and Washington has it. Zachary's. Not only is it a beautiful and rare diamond, it's a diamond with a story of responsible sourcing, supporting women and girls in diamond-producing areas around the world through education, health care, professional training, and other programs. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you're not just giving, you're giving back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Going out? 
you need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Ion Annapolis forecast for Monday, January 28th. It was nice to have a dry weekend across the Annapolis region for the first time in a while, but after another dry day today, more wintry weather is expected to move in later in the day on Tuesday, lasting into maybe very early Wednesday morning, followed by another multi-day period of bitterly cold weather. Look for mixed skies today with highs near 40 degrees, and then expect clouds to move in early tomorrow with afternoon rain turning to snow as colder air moves into the area. It's not expected to snow for too long, maybe into the 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. time frame, but with very cold temps moving in along with the snow, roads could possibly be very slippery Wednesday morning with an impact to school schedules and the morning commute for work likely. So stay tuned for updates throughout the day today and into tomorrow on the snowfall, which at this point we expect to be limited to the one to three inch range across all of Anne Arundel County. Then beyond that, it'll stay cold for days with temps possibly not reaching the 32 degree mark until Saturday or Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to plan now for potential impacts to school and work schedules on Wednesday. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.